Hey, Patriots fans, this is Patriot Dave from Pube in the Cheap Seats. It's time to party and celebrate Tom Brady and the Patriots. Big E's has everything you need to help celebrate. From jumbo grinders, cold cup platters, snacks, seasoned chicken wings, cooked and uncooked, to fruit and veggie platters. Oh, and don't forget Tricos, Kibasa, and Sausage on the Grill. And to quench your thirst, you'll find a large selection of local beers. Wishing you and your fans a winning season. Go Patriots, and on with the show. What's going on, everybody? It's Justin. Uh, so we're going to do today's episode a little different. We're going to actually start with an interview, and then we'll jump back into our normal episode. But uh, this week is really exciting. We have uh, John Rook, the stadium announcer for the New England Patriots. John, how's it going? Great, Justin. How are you? Excellent, excellent, excellent. Glad football's back. We're back to the regular Sunday routine. It's not as hot as it is in Jacksonville today, so that's also a plus. <laughs> Always, it's always a bonus, but enjoying every second of it. Absolutely. Um, all right, so I got a few questions for you. Um, Go. How long have you been the Patriots Stadium announcer? Uh, my 26th year. Wow, that's awesome. That's almost my entire life. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for that. Yeah. That's sort of back in a compliment. I'm I started, I'm, the year before the, started the year before the crash bought the team in 92. Okay, excellent. Yeah, my, my dad, who's actually on the podcast, he was a 2000 fan of the year. Um, so I've met Mr. Kraft a few times, and yeah, I love that guy. He's one of the nicest people I've ever met. Yeah, that's very cool. Um, favorite game that you've seen in that stadium? Either 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 Gillette or uh, Foxborough. Oh gosh, I don't know that I can really narrow it to one. I mean, I think all of the AFC Championship games mm-hmm. would certainly qualify. Uh, but you know, uh, I mean, there are some memorable ones. Uh, you know, the Tennessee game where it was fifteen below zero. Yep. Uh, I think the even back going to old um, Foxborough Stadium. Uh, you know, the first AFC Championship game against Jacksonville. Uh, the playoff game against Pittsburgh, where you couldn't see uh, you, you couldn't see the field because of the fog. I mean, there are a bunch of really good ones. We had a really good one a year ago that that is going to be a memorable one for me for a long time. And, and I don't even remember who the heck it was we were playing. That's that's how crazy it is because my my memory fails me from time to time. But it was just last year, I'm pretty sure. John Bon Jovi was sitting in the skybox. Okay. And they started playing started playing "Living on a Prayer." Oh, didn't yeah? Wasn't he so, like directing the crowd? Yes. Yeah. And he was singing along with the crowd, and that was one of the most amazingly electric moments. I think. I mean, I mean, I still get chills in the back of my neck with that one because the whole crowd was singing, and he was singing along, and that was really kind of fun to be a part of. Yeah, I was in the uh, I was in the stadium for the uh, the Ravens game in 2014 when everybody was singing uh, the outfield. That was. Uh... Oh yeah, sure. Yep. Yeah, that was a good one. Um, yeah. yeah. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, there have been some really, really good ones. Uh, it, it's, so it's really kind of hard to pick a favorite. 
you know, the, I guess the most favorites would have to be when you win the AFC Championship and, and you go to the Super Bowl. And we've been lucky enough to have that happen seven times. Absolutely. Yeah, it's, it's tough for me because my wife actually, I just got married in June. Uh, she's a Steelers fan. <laughs> So, yeah, thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> um, so you're actually uh, our second guest on the show. We had Zolak on, um, I want to say, probably about two months ago. Um, and I asked him this question. I want to ask you the same question. Um, what was uh, what was Gil Santos like? Because I grew up listening to that guy in the weekends. Because for a while, I actually preferred listening to the radio when I was younger than actually watching the games. Obviously, now it's a little mm-hmm. different. But... Uh, Gil just always struck me as like this very genuine. Zoe referred to him as like the um, that uncle that you just like respect the hell out of. Yeah, you know I, that's 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 a pretty good, uh, pretty good way to look at it. I mean, uh, Gil was a mentor for me. I'd known Gil for the thirty years that I've been up here in New England, and mm-hmm. um, he uh, uh, always uh, one of the things I always appreciated was from the time that I started doing college football, which was back in the nineties. Uh, when I was doing Brown football in the Ivy, and then I did Boston College football for six years, and then I did uh, Big East Network football for another six years before the Big East football uh, uh, conference blew up. But um, Gil would always, on the Sunday after I was doing a game, he would always make it a point to come either see me in the booth or stop me in the press box or whatever. He'd say, hey, I listened to you yesterday. Really good job. Or he would say, hey, listen to you yesterday. You know, tell me about this player. So he would always... He, he would always inquire about, you know, a certain call or a certain play and the way that, you know, I had described it and what was really happening. And I would try to re- explain to him, he said, well, then you did a good job. Or he would say, have you tried doing this or doing that? And he'd give me a positive suggestion. So I really appreciated, you know, his, hey, his listening to me in the first place because he, he's a Hall of Fame caliber talent. And, 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 you know, obviously he has such a, uh, a huge presence, you know, even on and off the mic because of his persona. Uh, it was a really sad day for me personally when he, when he passed. And I know it's a sad day for a lot of people, but uh, uh, Gil is a very, very strong play-by-play announcer. Uh, he was a great person. He was always good with me and always willing to, to, to give me a... a uh, you know, a tip or two or a compliment or two. And, and uh, it was really, really great to have him around. And, and there's hardly a weekend goes by that, you know, we're doing a game at the stadium or something that we don't miss him. Yeah, no, I mean, I feel this. I mean, when I found out about it, I mean, obviously I never met the guy, but I mean, like football became like a religion in my household. And when we lost Gil, it was like that one, that one actually like hit home, like pretty yeah. close. Yeah, I just, I kind of agree with you. I just, you know, I, I'm sitting here, we're just talking about him, and I get a little melancholy, and, and you know, I respect the hell out of the guy. Uh, I, I want to have half the career that, that he had, and, and uh, you know, he just, he did, he, it was the way that he went about doing things. He taught me things about, you know, doing your homework and preparing, and he taught me a lot of things about, you know, being able to work with partners that, you know, that, you know, certainly become friends, because, you know, he and Gina were, were really good buddies for a number of years, and then he worked with Scott for a few years, and even though they might not have have mixed as well chemistry wise as he and Gino. I think it's pretty obvious why, because mm-hmm. there's a huge 
generational gap there, but, you know, Scott was good enough, and, you know, and I worked with Scott for a few years in radio in Providence, too, and and I would tell you that, uh, you know, Scott just does things differently, and they wanted to find somebody that would match a little bit more closely to what, you know, Scott's, uh, uh, you know, forte was, and, and I think Joe was ready to retire at the time, and he was ready to retire anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, wanted to, he wanted to go out on his own terms, and I think that's all that anybody can ask for, is the ability to go out on your own terms without somebody showing you the door. He definitely did that. Yeah, he also looks damn good in that red jacket. Yeah, yeah, I think that was one of the great moves that the Crafts made by inducting him to the Hall of Fame. There's really, I can't think of anybody who wasn't a player who would be more deserving. Absolutely. I completely agree with you. Um, all right. Uh, so I know it's a little early to be asking questions like this, but impressions of the team through week one? You know, I think um, um, I was pleasantly surprised, like a lot of people, by the performance of the defense. Absolutely. You know, the offense is still a work in progress because you, you've just got so many you know, parts that aren't complete yet. You know, mm-hmm. the wide receiving core is still in a state of flux, and it, and it won't begin to solidify itself until Edelman comes back. Um, I, I think we're all a little anxious to see... Uh, you know, and I realize we're, we're doing this interview, you know, before the Jacksonville game, but we're all anxious to see, you know, if Sony Michelle makes his debut this week because losing Jeremy Hill, while I don't think that's a, uh, a death blow to the running back core, it certainly hurts in terms of, of depth. And, and, uh, I think we'll appreciate his ability, you know, to beat out a guy like Mike Gillis leading for the short yardage back situation. So that's going to have to now, you know, go to a, a running back by committee situation for the foreseeable future because he's out for the rest of the year. Um, I think the offensive line uh, is beginning to solidify more quickly than I expected it to. And Trent Brown is the largest human being I've ever stood next I to in my life. I was just going to say that that is the biggest human being I, mean, I might have ever seen uh, in my life. I, I've been next to a bunch of seven-footers, you know, through the time that I spent in the NBA and all the years that I've been college basketball, so I've been mm. next to some tall guys, but he's tall and big. He's like a movable That's shed. Two, two different things. Two different things. Yeah. He casts a shadow on people, and it's just, it's, it's, so to have him on the left side protecting, you know, Tom's backside, I think is a tremendous thing to have. It's going to take somebody pretty extraordinary, I think, to, to whip him around, you know, that end. So it's going to be. It's going to be interesting to see how how that continues to unfold and how he couldn't fit in San Francisco is beyond me. I just he's just a massive human yeah. being. He's got quick feet and long arms, and I think it's a great match. So, um, and I think the offensive line has come around a little quicker than I thought. Uh, the defensive line, I think, has got better depth than we first imagined it mm-hmm. to. I, I still have a few question marks about the linebacking core, their ability to cover. Uh, but all in all, um, I'm not ready to mail it in on anybody yet, including, you know, guys, I heard some, you know, rumblings from fans this last week on Dante Hightower. How come he's not back looking more like he's supposed to be? And I would tell you, look, the guy came off an injury and missed most of the year last year. And I, I think you got to give him a chance to work his way back into it. You can't, here's the, the great misnomer that a lot of fans just fail to understand. When a guy comes back from an injury that knocks him out for a significant portion, if not the entire year, it takes time to get back to where you were. You don't just immediately snap your fingers and all of a sudden, I'm back to what I was before my injury. Yep. That just doesn't happen. It's no. not realistic. 
So what you have to hope is that the player understands that as well and doesn't push things too far where he risks re-injuring himself. And that's the, that's the instance, I think, when, when Edelman comes back with a suspension, uh, that's the instance right now with Hightower at tight end. It's always the instance from Gronkowski, and I think we've seen with Gronk that he's an extraordinary athlete. And the one thing freak. Gronk can't do terribly well is 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 Gronk doesn't separate well, but then he hasn't had to, uh, only because he's such a physical mismatch for most people. Yeah. So you just got to give these guys time, and 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 we can reevaluate a lot of these things. I think once we get closer to the midway point of the season. Excellent. Um, so I have kind of a weird request. Um, so I know one of the things that is one of my favorite activities at the stadium is to shout first down. I was wondering if you could set that up for me so I can just do it myself. <laughs> well, you know how the, do, do you know the story about how that started? I don't, but I would love to hear it. Well, it's, it, it actually started when I started doing the games back in 92. Uh, the guy who was our game uh, uh, day uh, uh, entertainment manager at the time, uh, you know, and this is back during the days of old, you know, concrete and steel Foxborough Stadium. Yep. And, uh, and so we were like, you know, the, the problem was that the people literally sat on their hands. Uh, ostensibly, they sat on their hands to stay warm, mm-hmm. but but they sat on their hands. There wasn't a whole lot of involvement, and so we, he was like, "What would you say about trying to do some things over the public address that might get the fans involved?" I said, "Well, like what?" And so he said, "Well, we we should come up with something where you know the fans will either uh, imitate you, mock you, uh, participate with you, something." And so we came up with the idea of, uh, well, why don't we, you know, come up with, uh, you know, uh, put a little emphasis on a first down play, like a big play. We were initially thinking, you know, like a big, you know, uh, 15 or 20 or 25 yard or more play. And then when you say first down, have the fans yell it with you. And so it was kind of like leading them into it. And then eventually, uh, after about two or three years, they finally caught on. It took us that long for them to catch on. So I'd say we caught on probably about 20 years ago. Okay. Uh, maybe a little maybe a little over 20 years ago. It was probably right around 96, 97, maybe 98. And then um, I finally, I, one time I laid out. And I just said, that's good for another Patriot. And I stopped. And the fans took it over. Awesome. And I kind of winked at everybody. And I said, man. It only took us five years to teach everybody how to do that, but they, we finally did it. And of course, now, as you're well aware, everybody in the NFL has an announcer that does yep. that kind of thing. Absolutely. So, you know, believe me when I say this, I wish there had been a way to patent it, because if there had been, I'd be living on an island somewhere and I would not be talking to you. <laughs> but th- that's 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 kind of how it all it all started, and it's kind of a fun thing. And if you got to be known for something, hey, it's... It's cool to be known for something that's fun to do rather than, you know, be known for something that makes you look like a complete idiot. Exactly. Could you set one up for me? Absolutely. So how do you want me to set it up? Do you want to, you want to call the first down? Oh, no, you can do it. You just have to say that's good enough for a Patriots, and then I'll just scream oh, okay, first down like it. a maniac. <laughs> okay, here we go. And that's good for another Patriots. First down! Awesome. That was fantastic. There you go. All right, John. Well, uh, before I let you go, is there anything you want to promote? Uh, Justin, the only thing is, is that for, for those for some reason might not know it, uh, we're in our 18th year of doing Patriots.com radio with the Patriots Playbook Show. And so we're on live uh, every Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday on the team website. Uh, just click the little tab up in the upper right-hand corner of the website that says radio. And when you click that on, it automatically goes to the live radio. And, and the playbook show that I've done for 18 seasons is on every Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday from 2 until 4 p.m. live. 
And if you can't listen to it live, as soon as the show is over, uh, they uh, record it and you can download it for a podcast. So you can listen to it, whatever, like if you're on your way home or, or you're on the commute in the morning or whatever it may be, or you're working out of the gym or whatever it might be, you can always download it for podcast and play it back later. But we've been doing that for a long time. The Patriots were way, 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 way out in front of everybody in the NFL in terms of providing, uh, you know, streaming programming on the website. Mm-hmm. And uh, like I said, 18th year for the playbook. It's our 19th year of doing radio programming on Patriots.com. So uh, it's a pretty cool thing that we do. And uh, if, if nobody has uh, had the chance to check it out, uh, I would uh, recommend highly that you do. I do the show from 2 to 4, and the guys who write for uh, Patriots Football Weekly, uh, Paul and Andy and, and, and Fred and, and um, Eric, they do the PFW and Progress show from 12 until 2. Uh, we do on Thursdays, we do a, 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 football, a fantasy football show, and then uh, we usually replay the shows after their live version, and then they're available for podcasts. So it's a pretty good deal for, for Patriots fans, especially those that live outside the area. Excellent. Well, John, I can't thank you enough for being on the show. Uh, let's uh, let's hope the Patriots get a win today. And uh, who knows, maybe we're doing, we're doing a big bye week episode or we're trying to set up some interviews. If you want to come on and talk about the team through, what is it, week 11 bye week, so 10 weeks? Sure. Excellent. Sure. I'll be you in just, touch. Yeah, you just you just let me know. Thank Excellent. You, Thank you so much, John. You got it. Bye. What is crappin', everybody? It is Justin, and you are tuned in to episode 13 of View from the Chief Seats, <laughs> presented by Guy Boston Sports. It's a good luck episode. Yeah, I think. I don't know. Anyway, if you've made it this far, uh, you already listened to our John Rook interview, and uh, I also want to say thank you to Spencer uh for making us that sick fucking intro um we're basically using that intro to let every person on weei 98.5 with the exception of scott zolak and max kellerman know fuck you they suck and if you want to get pissed at us for me constantly making fun of you and the way you look and that guy from fs1 who i uploaded that picture was it nick wright or he looks like gonzo hate us we want you to fucking hate us we hope you block our fucking our, our Twitter and everything, because you're all trash. But that's not what we're here to talk about. We are here to talk about the Patriots' win last weekend, and as well, today's game. This is going to be going up very close to kickoff, so if you're listening to it after, oops. Yep. Oof. This but, is uh, PD. Yeah, anyway, go around the table. It's PD. AJ. Bullet. Dan. Yeah, Dan's here this week again. Nice. Um... Yeah. So, yeah, not a bad game last week, boys. Nope, uh, we'll take it. Pats win 27-20. That defense, though, shaky at the end, but really Yeah, it was, we definitely got – I don't know if it was like we got gassed or we just got bored with playing like a Division II college team. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fight me, Texans fans. You don't win. You lose to the Patriots almost the exclusively. 10-1, well, baby. It was like, a crazy – Congratulations. It was a crazy beginning of the NFL season. Um, obviously, the uh, tie between the Browns and the Steelers. There hasn't been a tie in the NFL season opening game since – I think – oh, I got it right here. Since 1971, the Dolphins and the and uh, Denver tied in the first se- game of the season. Well, Pittsburgh tied it. Last week, 21 season – 21 ties in the beginning of the season. And then the Dolphins had a – Marathon game. I think it was what seven hour, ten minute game. Something like that. Started at one o'clock and ended up at eight o nine because they had two two hour lightning delays. So, 
It was definitely a, a weird beginning of the seasons to start with, so we can only imagine what's coming. Well, let's get into the Texans game. Uh, Brady went 26-39, 277, three touchdowns and an interception. Shout-out Max Kellerman. I'm going to start the show off with a shout-out because fuck that guy. I fucking, oh, God, scumbag. Said this <laughs> This was going to be Brady's cliff game. Yep. And going 26-39 for 277, three touchdowns and a pick. I don't really call that a cliff. And then afterwards, he has the audacity to say he's the only person who doesn't owe Tom Brady an apology. Yeah. I hope he gets into a big car accident this afternoon. A big one. Well, it was, and it was week one of Edelman's suspension, three more to go. So we'll see how that flies. Yeah, Brady was kind of putting the ball all over the place last week. Yes. Gronk was oh, yeah. tar- uh, seven catches seven. for 123 yards. And one touchdown. And, touchdown. Although and that is his 27th 100-yard game But it was his, his career. It was also his first fumble since 2012. So eh, whatever. you can't really complain about that. Uh, uh, the Patriots defense had three sacks, one interception, and one fumble recovery. On? So we were cracking it out last week. Uh, yep, Dorsett. Had seven catches for 66 yards and a touchdown, yep. and James White had four for 38 in a touchdown. And his touchdown was pretty nice. There was nobody within yeah. 12 to 15 yards of him. Yep. Yeah, and then was, he just had one guy insane. to beat, and James White beats everybody. <laughs> so, <laughs> But the bad news was Jeremy Hill. Yeah, well. Lost for the happens. year. Out for the season. It um, happens. It was a kick to the gut, do. but, you know, it's one of those things where it's like, what are you going to do? And That's why they have a deep is. running back core. Not well, not really. I mean, Rex right. Burkhead has a concussion. Sony Michelle hasn't played. We have James White and. I mean, they have a deep depth chart, regardless of injuries. Yep. But, but one little fact, uh, though: the Patriots are seventy-seven yeah. wins at home. While while if they're leading by ten points or more at the half, it's the longest streak in the NFL. So, that's something you got to go look against. And and Belichick is also what five and zero against O'Brien. So. I mean, yeah. Unfortunately the Belichick coaching tree is trash. It seems it's to trash. be, my God. It is trash, I don't dude. understand that. Billy O'Brien, garbage. Romeo Cornell with the Browns, garbage. Cool. Josh McDaniels with the Broncos, garbage. Yep. Not good, man. Charlie Weiss went on and did fine, but he just went back to college. His family yep. tree looks like a bunch of inbreds. And then, Charlie Weiss's or like the coaching tree? I'm talking tree? Bill Belichick's. Oh, I get yeah. <laughs> I don't Sure. And then Brady's what? Second pass attempt was a touchdown to Gronk, so that kind of yeah, got thanks that. Thanks to Sean. Back Sick handoff, one. bud. Yeah. Yep. Sick handoff, bud. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. Starting yep. a season, hitting the ground running. Literally. Ground. Well, we didn't run it back, but I, yeah. It's, there's something there. Just think about it. But the Patriots defense, they held what? Sean Watson to 17 of 34 for 174 yards. So he looked so average. fucking pedestrian. And then you figure Trent Brown, man. He yelled clowny and check all day, I man. Love that, Trent Brown. That, that guy is, is a, a melt. He's a house to move, man. Yeah, he's a big a boy. Human gazebo. He's, <laughs> he's a more. He's more like a freaking human trailer. <laughs> he's just too big. It's stupid. Actually, John mentioned that in the interview. He's talking about Trent Brown. He was like, I've met some guys because he did basketball. He's like, I've met some seven footers. He's like, I've never met yeah! a guy as big and as like daunting as as like Trent Brown. Yeah, the Patriots actually had a pass defense last week, man. A rush defense and everything. They really Yeah, I took uh I took a couple <laughs> takeaways. The defense definitely looked well improved. I'm not gonna get too ahead of ourselves. Yep. Um it was on the Jets. Oh, it's on the Jets. Disclaimer, by the way. Uh, I'm currently watching the Jets game while we're filming this or, or recording this. 
Um, so I might scream a little bit. So I try to scream like away from the mic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry. That's that, gonna be mad that, aggressive. That People are gonna be like, I can't hear anything, and no, then no. like blood's gonna come running out of their fucking. <laughs> well, <laughs> you know. But either way, disclaimer, full fledged disclaimer. I'm watching the Jets game while we're recording this. For shizzle. Um, so. All right, so yeah, I'm just gonna go into some takeaways that I got from the game. Defense definitely looked good. Yes. Very good. It's Pats, you kept him in check. Didn't let Deshaun Watson Five run six? for fucking 300 right. yards. Five or four? Uh, I think it was four. What's that? Either way, that's a good amount of sacks for, sure uh, for right the weekend. Yeah, I mean, dude, for opening day, we yeah, never looked that. We never looked that. Three pronounced. sacks. Okay. Three sacks. Three okay. sacks. It felt like way I, more. I, I know. It more. felt I, like a thousand. No, like, yeah. those turnovers. We had a lot well, of was, I mean, it was the turnover, but it was, but yeah, the pressure, what yeah, it was. It's like every time there was a play snapped, a Patriot was fucking in Deshaun Watson's grill. Like every fucking, and dude, I love Adrian, or not Adrian Waddle, fucking, oh shit, Adrian Claiborne. Oh, yeah, he was an Adrian dude. Yeah, he, he was, was just all every play. play. He was just shedding the fuck yeah. out of Houston's fucking O line. So good on him. Uh, the only I want to talk. Oh, no, no, the the bad spot in the defense was Gilmore. Man, he those two bad penalties in that one drive. Man, he cost us that what seven is points. This fucking game. This is the ninth fucking turnover. Who's got it? We apologize. This is bad radio. Jets have it. Oh my go. god! What a dumb fucking Let's game! Go. I'm glad this is a one o'clock game. Can you imagine this was fucking Monday night? <laughs> my god. Um. Anyway, uh, I want to talk about Ryan Allen's punt at the end of the game. God, dude, mad like, no shit. shit. What the fuck, Ryan Allen? That was perfect. I run those magic. Drills and it just I skipped that. right that at the magic. one and went straight, straight up. up. Mm-hmm. And all Jonathan Jones had to do is stick his two fucking arms out and just Catch wait it. for it to land in his arms. Yep. That was. So nasty. Like, that was fucking dumb, dude. Like, he, he just, it was, you can't do a better punt Precision than that. Punting. Plus, he put it towards the fucking out of bounds. Yep. So even if it did roll, it would have skipped out at the fucking two or three yard line anyway. Yep. But that was, I love Ryan Allen. Our special teams, man, A+. Plus. A+, plus for special teams. Yeah, definitely. I mean, plus Gostowski was, he was that. what? Gostowski was nailed. Three yep. points and two for two on field exactly. goals. Exactly. So. You can't get a better fucking day than that special teams. The only teams bad was. spot of the special teams was McCarron. So happy trails to you, buddy. Thanks for stopping oh, by. We got parting squad. gifts for you. So he's on the practice squad. I know, but that, anyway, that kind of cost you trails. the job there on that one. Yep. So uh, this week should well, could potentially be fun. Patriots added Corey Coleman. Yep. Mm-hmm. This kid, man, when he plays, he can fucking ball. It's just, will he pick up this offense? And if so, will he actually try hard? Because well, I feel like if he doesn't hear, his NFL career is over. Well, they say no what? one's gonna pick gonna him be up. A Decker, he played what? Nineteen games, has fifty-six oh, receptions Decker, for seven hundred and eighteen well, I mean, yards I mean, and five touchdowns. We also picked up Fowler too. Mm-hmm. I mean, the numbers are pretty similar if you look at it because Fowler played forty-five games, had fifty-six receptions for six hundred ninety-eight yards and five touchdowns. So, well, going into my next point, I think we should pick up Des Bryant because Brez Bryant tweeted out. Like, he just tweets constantly that he wants to come play for the Patriots. Yeah. And he was at a concert in Dallas and was telling people he's going to the New England Patriots. No. And I hope that's the fucking case. I mean, Josh Gordon. Gordon. Well, that's what they're saying. The only team that. From what I read earlier today, the Cleveland, they want to trade him out of the conference. Trade him to the Patriots. We don't even fucking play you this season. Yeah. Well, and you don't need us to fucking embarrass you. We were watching the pregame earlier, and he said that probably the only team that he could come to. And straighten his crap out would be with the Patriots with Bill Belichick. I don't even care if he straightens his crap out. Catch four touchdowns a game. That's all I want. <laughs> yeah. I don't care if you're fucking high out there. Exactly. Go out there and get the ball. Let him I don't smoke. give a Please fuck. I don't give a fuck if he's stoning. Like I don't give a fuck if he's rolling blunts at halftime. I don't care. Get out there. Get up. 
get that fucking ball, score fucking touchdowns. If Win us some fucking Gordon, games. That be That'd be fucking stupid. It would be fucking stupid. But and I think if we do get this, oh, man. that would, oh, wow, that's an Yeah, but do you PI. really think that. Oh, roughing the QB. They're going really, up 15. Do you really think that Des Bryant is going to be a good match for this locker room? That's a big call. ego. Huh? He's a diva. You know he I mean, checked the fuck is. You, so was fucking Randy to. Moss. Yeah, but yeah. Randy Moss still wanted to play to play. And Des Bryant Des wants, wants to play to, to play. If he wanted the money, he would have gone back to the fucking Cowboys. I don't know, man. I, I'm a little... Yeah, you know the Patriots aren't going to be like, hey, Des, here's $18 million for a year. No, they'd be like, we'll give you like 2.5. Prove to us you can still fucking ball. Then we'll think about it. You know he doesn't want to come here. He's, he's, you can't honestly think with how long Des Bryant's been in the NFL... If he came to the Patriots, he would be expecting like a Darrell Revis one year contract. Yeah, he wants no, there's no, no way in hell. No. He wants a ring. Exactly. Of course he, he wants does. wants to fucking win because he just came from the Cowboys, <clears throat> the most yeah. fucking mediocre franchise in the NFL. Like, they go 9 and 7 in friends or Weed and Boys. Like, you're all dumb. Mm. You're all fucking stupid. And I see Buffalo's on a terrible. Oh, get blocked! Too, so. <laughs> fucking Dikembe. <laughs> Straight up. Um, and then uh, I also just put this one. Texans coach Bill O'Brien is bad. <laughs> that was terrible clock management at the end of that game. Yeah, dude. They let, like, 40 seconds run off, and you're down by a touchdown. Yep. On your own, like, 25-yard line. Nah, we'll take it to the two-minute warning. Our fucking second-year quarterback, who's looked like AIDS today, will take us 70-something yards and score against the Patriots in Gillette Stadium to win. Good luck. Well, Give a round of applause for Bill O'Brien, everybody. Round of applause, let's go. Thank you for that win. Like I said, the Patriots Brian, are ten and one against the Texans right now, and they're seven and zero at home. So the Texans that shows are you what, not good. They're yep. not good. They're bad. They're ungood. <laughs> they're anti-good at things. So that means not good. Like they're good at wearing Letterman jackets and then losing by a thousand. <laughs> like other than that, what do you at? Like like JJ Watt's good at raising money. UMass in Division One. J.J. Watt, I'm, I'm just going to say this, and this is a hot fucking take. J.J. Watt's looked so fucking average the past couple seasons. Like, he has just looked so fucking just like, wow, dude, congrats, you made a sack for the first time in four weeks. Well, he's because been you're J.J. Too, Watt, I mean, we're going to cream our fucking jeans over it. He's been injured, too, so we'll exactly. give him that much. But but it's like everybody's like, J.J. Watt's the best fucking player in yet. It's like, dude, the guy plays like three games a season. Yeah, your stats are going to be awesome when you, like, have nine sacks in three games because you only played three games. <laughs> well, I do want to send, I'll do my one shout out uh, to the new rookie coaches here. Hopefully, you guys will have a little better luck this week. 0 and 7 last Beef week. Low. On coaches. Oh, no, wait, not, never mind. Uh, Matty P, hope you do a little better <laughs> this week, about, like, man. Here, like in New England. We'll see you next week, and I'm sure that you know you're probably going to get tattooed by the Patriots in Detroit next week. I don't but. want them to get tattooed. No, but I want him to get murdered. Oh, well, either way. Boom! Misdirection. I, and like I said, I felt bad for him. He had that look on his face like, why did I ever leave New England? But Hey, man, you know. honestly, I will say this. Our defense looks fine without him. <laughs> yeah. We look just fine with B-Flow. Yep. Plus, it's way more fun to say than Matt Pat. Flow. B-Flow. <laughs> yep, most definitely. B-Flow, man. Beavlow, mate. Beavlow, mate. Um, <laughs> all right, so I don't know. Do we want to talk about the uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars game? Yeah, I might as well start it with that. Um, it's going to be Remember good. that cheap shot last year from Church on Gronk? 
Let's hope. Yeah. I mean, everybody's like, well, is he going to retaliate? I don't think so. I think Gronk's going to keep his head on, but I'd like to see him burn Gronk's him. Gronk's going to keep his head on. He's going to try to take someone else's off yeah. when he catches that ball. I'm just going to fucking railroad somebody. But he, Brady, he might they just showed a stat earlier that Brady is 5-0 and against teams with a top tie top five defense. And he's 8-0 so, against the Jaguars. Yep. But we're also so, not great when it's 1,000 degrees, and according to what I've read about the weather, it's, it's going to be 104 be 90s, at kickoff. Yep. The most important thing about this is that, is that Leonard Fournette's not playing, so we're going to go against T.J. Yeldon. He's a game-time decision. Which is, I don't know if he's fully out-out. I hope pretty, he's fucking He's zero out-out. on fantasy, and he's been... I've been looking, and it's... I mean, if he doesn't saying, play, awesome. They're basically actually, saying he's actually, not... Actually, also earlier, I heard Calais Campbell might not play either. Oh, yeah. shit. So it's like, yeah. run the ball all day! Yeah, <laughs> yeah but so, like I said, this I game... I mean, T.J. Yeldon can't do what Leonard Fournette can, so it's, no. it's going to be a big But you know deal, Belichick, you know Belichick watched in. tape on all of their running backs. But you know, I'm sure he knew going in, like, all right, Fournette might not play. Quick. So we watch the problem. And then, like, you know, we also fuck. What's, they got another guy there. I don't remember his fucking name because he's a third string running back for a team that I don't play. give a fuck about. But I'm sure they watched tape on these guys all fucking week and was like, if Fournette doesn't play, watch this guy. If this guy goes out, watch this fucking guy. Yeah, Kansas City's winning. So it's like, well, yeah. But the thing of it is, though, I think, this, like they said earlier, this game is going to have playoff implications towards the end of the year. God, already? I mean, well, they just figured because you know Jacksonville is going to be there at the end. Yeah, I get that, but and the Patriots, and we'd rather be home. I agree. And it, it, we'd rather be home than going to Jacksonville. I don't think it's so. Man. I mean, I'm with Matt Chatham it's on two, Twitter it's two earlier saying that. Yeah, it is. People who and think like this said, is going to have playoff implications are ridiculous. Well, not playoff, but it could have home field. I mean, depending on the games, if it goes head to head, we're going to have a better record than Jacksonville. It's not going to matter. I'm not worried about it. You never know what's going to happen. And even if we have to go on the road for one game. Ooh, spooky. We went into Ooh, fucking we went into spooky. fucking Pittsburgh. We go into Pittsburgh all the time. Oh, Patriots spooky. don't win in Pittsburgh. Really? When? When don't we win in Pittsburgh? Over the past 15 years. True. Like once, maybe twice. Also, I want to know, why the fuck did the Steelers get to play the Patriots at home again for like the fourth fucking season in a row? Yeah. Steelers. What the fuck, man? Same shit with Denver. Here. We always yeah, go to Denver, we yeah. to Denver, and we always go to Pittsburgh. Why the fuck don't they come here ever, unless it's in the playoffs and they get embarrassed? Thanks, Tim Tebow. Yeah. That was stuff. Oh, that but still, that poor guy. I don't understand that either. I mean, we Houston, come, Houston comes to us most of the time. Well, they have to because they go 9-7 and seven and win their division because the next closest team goes 4-12. <laughs> God, that division's ass. But, yeah, you know, I mean, they should be coming here, obviously. but and Just once. I don't care if it's like week three. Just why do we always go to Pittsburgh? It's like every fucking season I see. Oh, we're playing the Steelers at fucking Heinz Field again, or de- again, like said, Denver. or Denver. We're always in fucking Mile High. Make them fucking come here for once, just sure. one time. Yep. I'm not asking for it every season, but it's like every season for some reason the schedule makers go, "Ah, Pats will be fine <laughs> out there." It's like, why? Well, you yep. figure last Why? time the Broncos were here, that was when Wes Welker in that rain game that we were at. When Wes Welker did yeah, the, the whole... the pool and sleeping bag game? Yeah, yeah the pool and sleeping bag, bag and, and vodka handle the vodka game. game. <laughs> yeah, that we will were... go down in history as one of the greatest nights of Poolin's life. Forever. Forever. Forever, ever? Forever, ever? <laughs> yeah, we were at that game, and it, it, Wes Welker kind of helped us out on that game. But that, I think wasn't that? I think that was the last time that Denver was here. That might have actually been the last time. The last time they were here. We've I, always seemed what, to go there. No, dude, it was way earlier. No, than that. it was like it was. I think it was like 2013, something like that. No, it was 2012. Somewhere 2012. around there. We still had the old house. Yeah, because we still had the yeah. old tickets too. Yeah. So. 
Yeah, because you, you was it you, Deb, Paul, and Linda? And Linda, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Okay, well, I just want to write down some keys to the game that I think are going to be pertinent for today. Feed Gronk. Yep. I just want to yep. see, and this isn't even like a me wanting to see him just kill Jalen Ramsey today, but just feed Gronk. Just feed him the ball. Hey, I don't look, care. Absolutely. Just feed him. And even if and even if Ramsey's on him, throw it at throw him. Throw it at him anyways. Throw it up or I mean, fucking Ramsey. Well, dude, Ramsey Triple can't. Coverage. Ramsey can't <laughs> get up. Nope. Gronk's got Gronk is like seven inches taller than him. Gronk will literally get, Brady. Get that ball just throw high. Let Gronk run. Go up for it. Ramsey can't even get fucking near it. Uh, first down. Yep. Thank you, Fitzy, for the inspiration to do that right there. Oh, and let's hope Patterson has Patrick. a good day too. I want to see, dude. Scott. That's what I'd love to see, man. Then just ignore Cordero Patterson and him. Yep. Like a and him nine big catch, time. two touchdown, hundred and eighteen yard. That day. might happen. I feel like they're going to shut down Hogan. Well, dude, they're yep. going to well, take Gronk away. Well, we didn't hear much from fine. Hogan last week anyway. Well, because they were because they were covering him. Yeah. They were that's, worried about him going deep, so they just kept. They were like, they won't throw to Gronk up the seam in triple coverage. Yeah, they, they did. just threw the Gronk up the seam <laughs> in triple coverage, and he caught it. What the fuck do we do now? Yep. And that was when the wheels official. Well, I don't know. The wheels. I feel okay. So if if the Houston Texans had two training wheels on last week, the first one came off on their first play on offense. Yeah, the fumble on the first snap. Yeah, that's not a great way Darnold. to start a year. <laughs> that's but, uh, that was. A, I mean, that was a great play as a Patriots fan. Dude, do that every so. time you come here. Put the ball on the ground in the first play. Yep. Thanks. We'll take that every time. Uh, second point: ball control. We were really iffy about turnovers last week. We had a lot of dumb fucking turnovers. A couple of them weren't really anybody's fault. Like that Brady pick was like it was yeah, tipped was at the line. Tip. You can't do anything can't about that. It. Exactly. I just don't think that should go against a quarterback. But then again, well, it, it has to. Though. I mean, who's it going to go against? It's just it's just a turnover, an unlabeled turnover, I guess. Uh, why not? If it's tipped up in the air, it could go anywhere. Yeah, but then the, what's the player get? The, the intercepting player. You get a gold star on your helmet for. <laughs> Sure, I, I, I see that. But, I mean, if it's one of those stupid throws like Rosselsberger was throwing last week, yeah. But, I mean, I think if it's tipped, it should be, up. you know, one of those up-for-grab balls. Also, I love that Joe Flacco is still ass at football, and people still fucking call him a good quarterback. <laughs> Joe Flacco is ass. Ass backwards ass is more like it. He is, he is ass at Flacco. Ass. Well, he's not getting those so many of those, those, you know, where he throws it up like last year, threw it up down That's and going for the That's where he gets PI. all of his yardage. The PIs. That's why everybody's like, ben, uh, fucking Joe Flacco's a shitload of yards. Like, that's cool. I'd have a shitload of yards, too, if I threw the ball 70 yards downfield. And got a Nothing PI. actually happened, but then I get a 65-yard fucking pass interference play. That counts as a fucking throw. Yep. Weird. Weird how that works. Yeah, see, now, like I said, and that's the other side of the, the tip ball Inter- you know interceptions, but oh, hey, yeah. I just don't know how they would label that. That's the only thing, because like that's the only issue I'm having with it is what they would label that as. It's it should just be like, like an asterisk, you know, interception asterisk, tip ball or something. I mean, I don't know. I'm that's just me being me, but whatever. Whatever. There's really I don't know. I'm I just I don't know. Uh, next one, take control of this fucking game early. Get, yeah, like get up 14 in the first. Yep. Make fucking Blake Bortles be like, I'm going to win this game for us, and then throw four interceptions. Well, like, make Bortles beat you because God knows he can't. Well, he can't win. Like we said, you know, the Patriots are what? The number one scoring team right now in the, at the end of every, every half and yeah. towards the end of the game. They score more points than anybody. So let's do that again. But if we can come out on our first drive, get seven on the board, set the tone for this game. Take that crowd out of it early, man. I think we'll be rolling. Make them chase us. We'll yep. see. That's the yep. thing. Is my, this, that us. point goes into my next one, which is going to help us take control of the game. Rattle Bortles. Mm-hmm. Rattle that motherfucker. Even if he gets rid of the ball, 
Yep. Give Just him a push. Pressure. Give yep. him a shove. Yep. Let him know you're there. Let him know you're fucking coming for him. That's all you got to do. You got to fake him out. Exactly. You got to scare the fuck out of him. You because you know they they sit back a lot with Bournette and stuff like that. Going well, he can do this, he can do that. But with him being out, man, that means Bortles is going to have to take control of this game. And I I just don't think he's he's going to be good enough to go against Tom. Because, I mean, if our pass defense is as good as last week. as last week, forget it. Forget oh yeah, dude, Bortles period. is fucked. If he's throwing these fucking dead duck passes and shit, they're using their middle of the field. Like I know they're going to do those slant plays. Yep. Get your fucking hands up, defensive line. Yep. Try to get a hand on that, because even if you don't swat it down, you got Hightower, Van Noy, and Bentley in the back going, oh, easy interception right into my gut. Yeah, I'll take that. Yep. Plus, plus who, second who do the Giants even have on offense? I like, was just <laughs> thinking that. Who the fuck do they – who the fuck <laughs> who is he throwing, throwing the ball to? They got Alan Bortles. Left. <laughs> no, who are they throwing the ball to? They got Mercedes Lewis, that tight end, and that's all <laughs> – that's uh, it. <laughs> that's all I can so think So you of. put Gilmore on the tight end because that guy's fucking huge, but Gilmore is like 6'2", yep. so you're okay sure. there. You put, like, fucking McCourty, like, as safety help over the top on the other guy. Force him to throw the ball to people he doesn't want to fucking throw the ball to, but has to because he's going to yep. get killed if he holds on to the ball forever. Their defense is really good, so I think oh, our, Hearns. our Hearns defense, and, and if we can get some turnovers, that's going to win us the game. Well, I think that's, that, like you said, win that the might be the battle. key, man. Win make that fucking him, turnover battle. Make Bortles hold on to that ball and have to go if through his progression If we force Bortles to beat read. us, not on the ground, but through the air, we should fucking win this I'll game. I'll kill battle on offense, and it's going to be a roll downhill if we can get going on defense. Already. Absolutely, dude. Yep. If we can get in his face, dude, I can see this being a fucking five sack, maybe one fumble, one pick day. Yeah. And that would be fucking beautiful. Well, like I said, if we can make Bortles, because, I mean, I know he's good when he throws it out there quick or gives it to Fournette or whatever, but I think if we can make him hold the ball, he's going to be in trouble today. And like they I said, the pocket, we'll we actually do have a pass rush this year, so yeah. that, that's really going to help well, us out huge. Been a, so it's far. been a week. I know it's been. I do a want week, it. Too. I do want it to continue, and I'm not trying to shit talk and make it come off that I don't want it to continue because obviously I fucking do. Because no, but we only watching us sack a quarterback is fucking fantastic. Amazing. But it's just the Since past Chan few Jones. years, man. We've just been so bad. Since Jones. We've just been so bad at just getting near a quarterback, yeah. let alone sacking a quarterback. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, three on week one, I can live with it. We were yeah. in his fucking face. All week against the Texans. So we'll take it. I don't know. I'm going to say Pats win 24 13. I don't know if you guys want to do score predictions, but we also need to do the beer, and AJ needs to do his recap of whatever that was last week. The recap last week, I'm, I mean, I'm I'll currently go get the watching beer. the game now, but uh, the recap last week close. was just, just garbage as far as the Lions are concerned. So they, they played like ass. In fact, I was watching the game, and by the third quarter with the Fourth interception, I think. I started laughing at it because, you know, I did. I, I just started laughing at the whole scenario because it's like, oh, another one, and another one, and another one. There's literally DJ Khaled defense. Yeah. <laughs> another one. Another one. And it's another, another one. And oh, the Saints are coming. It's eighteen twelve. The Saints came back. Oh, oh shit! Cleveland. Oh no! The Browns. Come on, Cleveland. Come on, Cleveland. The Browns. Do it for America. Open those fridges, Devin. Do it for Budweiser. Yeah, please America. open those fridges. Pats fans for life. Browns fans for a year. Yep. Like Justin. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, I tweeted that out, man. Yeah. Absolutely. I am a fucking part-time Browns fan for at least this season. Yep. It's going no, uh, down. Just so they win anyway. La- they la- win. Last week was last week was a, a dumpster fire as far as the Lions are concerned. This week, yeah, man, uh, just... not so much. Not so much. But uh, we'll see what happens. There's like nine minutes left or something. Well, did the Lions play tonight? Yes, they play yeah. the 49ers. 
I believe. Let's go. Jimmy, Jimmy I guess. Jimmy G. <laughs> Jimmy looked real shit last week. Yeah, oh, man, he was definitely picks. rattled. He was playing the Jags, though. So I guess it matter. Travis Kelsey has 31 points right Dude, he beat the Jags last year. <laughs> sorry, Dan. No. I'm sorry I keep punching <laughs> holes in all your theories. But God like... damn it. Ooh. Nope. Sorry, Overthrown. bud. Fuck off. Nice. So what is this beer we got here now? All right, now? so yeah, this week's beer review oh. is uh, Berkshire Brewing. Brewing Company, and the name is the only reason I bought it. Shabadoo! 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 It's a uh, black and tan ale, uh, 33% porter, 67% ale. What's the ABV? Fuck, 6.3. Wow. All right. All right. Where'd well, you get this, uh, Old Colony? No, actually, Smitty's. Smitty's. This Old Colony's right. beer room is iffy, and all their beers are warm, whereas Smitty's actually puts these in a fridge. So oh, uh, Let's try it. Cool. Down the hatch. I like that. It's a good fall beer. That's actually not bad. We're getting fall into fall. Beer. We're definitely getting into fall. fall. This would be like a nice, like, this would be like a, like a fire night. Yeah, sitting out by the yeah. fire pit Fucking on the backyard. fire pit, dude. Yeah. Crack open one of these, I man. I know what it is. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, now we got pull-in segment, the uh, beer food match. I already know. The Shabadoo. As soon as I drank it. What are you doing with this pulling? Pumpkin pie and whipped cream. Oh, oh, Jesus, dude. All right. oh, all right. Out of left field. What are you I'll smoking over there? I'll give you that. I'll give you that. It was out of left field, but God, I fucking hate pumpkin. What are you smoking what? over there, dude? It's fucking gross. Well, I'm, a basic, basic I'm a basic white, white man, <laughs> bitch, dude. Really? That's are you as basic here. as JP who gets pumpkin spice from fucking Not, Starbucks? I don't do no. that kind of shit. Pumpkin I was saying, we, actually, we, only, we should all chip no, in and get JP a uh, pair of Uggs. But if you like pumpkin pie, this is the perfect beer to drink when you're having a pizza. I can see it because pumpkin pie is gross, but it is also fall, so I guess that does tie in it i does. really don't consider this, well, like, like I said, beer this would be and a dessert good... together but i hey, guess man. so hey why not dude i dude there was like times where i was why, like super drunk hey man black pants of drinks drink it with am i the only one here that's had like bud light and chips ahoy like a lot of chips ahoy <laughs> no <laughs> i gonna say that's beer budweiser and oreos man dude, it's I've the same fucking thing man yeah it's just a nine dollar beer and a you know what pie if only two of us agree to this shit pulling my dude yeah, I do. Well, like you you know, I mean, dude, I'm not dis- I'm not disagreeing with the premise of it. Oh, I'm no, disagreeing not. with the fact that pumpkin pumpkin pie is dog shit pie. Oh, <laughs> man. Of the pies, so oh, of pies, completely agree. Of pies, that's actually. You know what? I'm not even going to be like. I would even give it to a pecan pie if you like that. But Ooh, pumpkin I don't pie fuck is a pecan perfect. Either. Yeah. Pumpkin actually, pie no. I see. I'm going to stop being pumpkin. a hater. I don't really fuck you with can. pie. <laughs> the only pie, in quotations, that I fuck with. Is yo that Hershey Sunday pie though? Woo! Yeah. Oh yeah, I fuck with that forever. No yep. shit. Oh yeah, that one you get that's the big fucking comes like just frozen. Yeah, I fuck with those forever. Mm-hmm. That's the only like pie that I'll really fuck. Mm-hmm. I don't like apple pie. I don't like blueberry pie. I don't like cherry pie. Oh. I don't like pumpkin pie. I don't oh. like fucking pecan pie. I don't fuck with any of that. Well then, listen yeah. to me, not him, because pie is delicious and yep. this goes good with pie. Him. Is yeah, like buddy. Two at best. <laughs> Hair pie. But yeah, this is definitely Hair a sitting pie. around the fire pit Jeez. having a beer night. Yeah, this hell is yeah, not bad. It's good. It's pretty good. I, 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 I like a six pack or something. Like this could be like a what? beer. Like we all just like have one of and they, then just like switch. No, over they to don't make pills six pills. Yeah, <laughs> switch back to our roots. But like some bush light. I think the ratio is really good too. Where they didn't. Throw yeah, it's too not much porter. Yeah, it's not it. super There's sour more ale like than a porter. porter. Yeah, yeah, it's not like Guinness no, and bad. Really really oh yeah, dude, it goes I'm down fucking really easy. You get a little bit of that porter. Yeah, it's like what is it? What did they say? Thirty-three to sixty-seven. Yeah, thirty-three percent porter, sixty-seven percent ale. Yeah, that's a good ratio. And that's a dude, solid ratio, man. Absolutely. No, yeah. this is this I would fucking drink. I mean, if someone offered the, uh... me this, I wouldn't say like, uh, if it's all you have. I'd be like, cool. 
Well, I'll rate what? that one probably the highest I've rated all the beers. That's probably about a four. On I don't know, man. Eight. Some of those Baron Brambles were real fucking good. Yeah. yeah. That fucking, what was the one we had with the ridiculous name? They ran trucks for me at U-Haul, dude. Nice. Turkey, they ran 26 foot trucks. You should tell them to, stuff. like, get back to us I since do. we emailed them, like, months ago. I do. And they just keep ignoring us. It's not all right, all right, was it? No, right on, right no, on. no, no. It was right the other right one on. we had. The Bada, Baba. I don't fucking know. It's some stupid fucking name. Yeah. We already recorded one. it. We're fine. But yeah, yeah, this one's a better one. So go back like three episodes. Four, four, four episodes. episodes. Four episodes. No, five. No, because we skipped a few weeks without the beer review. Mm. Okay, so five episodes. Just then. fucking, who cares? <laughs> Look us up. Yeah. Just give us beer. Um. Because we've been trying to get you on the show here and you've been blowing us off, but. Yeah, yep. But yeah, we'll give this one to BBC this week, man. This was good pretty call. good. I'm pouring seconds, dude. That yep. was my nickname in college. Good call. What, BBC? Well, you know, it's a halfway yep, decent you know beer. That We're pouring for. seconds, so. <laughs> Big black and chocolate? Or? Yep, exactly. Oh, okay. Sweet. So, uh, all right, Big well, I don't know. Does anybody else have anything else to talk about? Or is that what we're calling it? I think that's pretty much. We're going to be waiting for the Patriots game. Should be starting here soon. 45 minutes. Uh, let's give. You want to do the game predictions or what? Uh, yeah, I said 24-13. Pats. I think. Unless Sony Michelle goes off, then it's like 46 to 10. <laughs> I don't know. I'm saying 28-21, man. This could be a close I game, I think. Much. I'm I sick know. of close games. I want to murder. And I know it's only week two, but I want to murder. I know. I just want this game to be over at the end of the like first, and I can just relax. Around like 23-17. Sip my beer, not drink aggressively. 23-17 with one score chill. on defense is pretty, I think, what's going to happen. I would love to see Juwan Bentley pick six this week. Yeah, dude. I'm doing, uh, and then he pitches it back to Hightower to one, and Hightower scores. <laughs> I'm doing 24-17. Yeah, I'm going to go high score, 35-21. Yep. 35-21? Wow. Yeah, right. You're going off the rails on this one. That was one, the most nice. awkward, like, knocks I've ever seen. It's a high five, not high, knock, knuckles. <laughs> we had a lot like, of issues there. Pulling, your, pulling, 35-21. Pulling, that was your white half coming out. Like, the yeah, fucking, I don't know. High five, high five, high five. See, what you do is when someone goes to give you pounds, you hit them with the high five, you just say, paper covers rock. Oh, okay. That's normal. And then you win. And then you win. Good deal. Well, let's go, folks. Let's I watch the yeah, we, uh, we got some shit we got to do that we do all the time. I just got to get back to my yep. referral page. So, referral uh, page. We want to send a thank you to Biggie Supermarket for sponsoring the show and giving us so much goddamn food these past two weeks. Nice. And more free food today, folks. Yeah! Oh, we also got a new kielbasa this week from Big E's. It's uh, bacon cheddar. Bacon cheddar oh, kielbasa. with Ooh. that for Wait, Are you making that? Ever. Oh, I already it's got it. It's all cut up. I just got Woo! it. Let's go. But Mike, I want to thank you, Mike. So me and Pullen are taking that and leaving. <laughs> I want to thank you, Mike, for letting us go around the store yesterday. We picked up some wings, some uh, bacon and cheddar kielbasa. Oh, dude, yeah. It's like, it's like, what was that show where people just got to run around and just take shit and put in a cart. Wasn't that a Nickelodeon? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Fuck. Grocery games. Yeah, no, that's fucking Guy Fieri's show. No, it was, it was, uh... It's not grocery, it wasn't, they weren't buying groceries, they were buying, like, TVs and Playstations oh. and shit. Well, anyway, Mike, thank you for taking me around the store yesterday, letting us grab whatever we want. Thanks, we Mike. really appreciate it. Show. Um, uh, one of our good sponsors. Our best fucking sponsor. Our best sponsor. Our only <laughs> fucking sponsor. <laughs> yeah, we got rid of everybody else. Fucking, I'm not even gonna say their names. Frick nope. you guys. Frick you guys right to heck. Nope. It's a PG-13 podcast Heck and doggerinos, dude. But we'll talk about the food next week, obviously. Yeah. I'm not going to be here. I'm going to be... Uh, actually, I'm going to be on the road into Chicago. We're going to... Uh, I know we're not going. We're actually going to Kenosha, but I like saying Sheboygan. 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 We're actually taking the train Wednesday Sh- to... 
to Wisconsin, but the guys will be here next week to do the show. I won't be here, but I'll catch up with you folks after that. Yeah, I'm we'll hold the to, fort down. This is easy. I'm hoping to get to Lambeau and get some pictures, take another stadium yes, off my please. off my list here. Uh, you should, uh, the first thing you should open with on the beat for the street is uh, why is Tom Brady so much better than Aaron Rodgers? <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, so I can get my ass beat in Green Bay. <laughs> they beat up good. a handicapped veteran, then I'm just going to like carpet bomb the entire city of Green Bay. <laughs> yeah, and also, is... Aaron Rodgers is not as good as Tom Brady. I'm sorry. He's good. I'm not fucking sorry. Why the fuck would I no, say sorry? No, but he's the face. He he's one of the talented. faces of the he NFL. Is I get that. Is. So is Philip Rivers. Philip Rivers yeah. is one of the faces of the NFL. I hate Philip Rivers. What the fuck Rivers. has he done he's besides have bag. 35 children? He's that a douchebag. That's what he's done. <laughs> that Mormon fuck. But yeah, I'll be out of town here for next week. But the guys will still be here at the shrine doing the show. Yeah, we still got to get through a whole bunch yep. of crap here. So let's do our referral uh, page here, yeah. and I'm going to go so up and get some food. You can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Castbox, Overcast, Pocket Cast, and Radio Public. Anchor's been telling us we're trying to get you on more. I don't honestly know what the fuck else is left, and also. If you're not listening on either Anchor, iTunes, or Google, or Spotify, what are you doing? Except for what, AJ, don't you listen to Overcast or whatever? Castbox. Castbox, okay. No, I, I do Google Podcasts now. But okay, yeah, yeah. Castbox. But I'm just saying, like, these other ones are just like, what the hell's Radio Public? I don't know. Okay. PBR? Um, we out here. <laughs> I guess. Fucking we out here. Uh, you can follow the show on Twitter, at Cheap Seat Pod. You can find us on Facebook. Just look for View from the Cheap Seats. You can follow us on Instagram, which we never fucking use, at Cheap Seat Pod. If you don't, we completely understand, because like I just said, <laughs> nobody uses we don't it. fucking use it. And I'm, I think, the only one that has options to use it. I'll do it. And I just choose not to, because it. it's not that interesting. Okay. Pullen's going to take over the Instagram. I got it. By all means, bro. Go get them. Uh, you can follow us. You can follow me at Justin Cheapseat. You can follow AJ at AJ Cheapseat. You can follow Pops at PD Cheapseat. You can follow Pullen at Pullen Cheapseat. And you can follow Dan. Just kidding. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, just, just, yeah. At Wentz all day. At Wentz all day. I wasn't going to no. say it, and you guys had to say it. Thank I was you. actually going to keep him. Well, he's been here two weeks in a row. You might as well give him his props here. I don't here. give a fuck. <laughs> I don't give a shit. Um... All right, so I know I mention this every time. Um, We turned on listener support for the podcast. Like we've said in previous episodes of this show, we will never, ever, 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 ever charge people to listen to the podcast. At any point, we will never make people pay to listen to a bunch of drunk fucks ramble on about the New England Patriots. We're not drunk, are we? It's still early. It's 3.50 and I'm sober? What the? We're going to be fucked up in the but should you choose? Should you choose? Should you choose to help the show and support us? And we say this every time: every dollar put into the show or towards the show, we'll just go back into the show. Every dollar you guys give us is just towards better gear, getting guests on. If for some reason they make us pay, I've been trying to get Max Kellerman on, and he won't get back to me for some. I know exactly why he won't get back to me. Yeah. Um, but it is a monthly thing. But you can also cancel at any time. Uh, the uh, options for uh, supporting the show are ninety nine cents, four ninety nine, and nine ninety nine a month. But like I said, you can cancel any time. It also does accept Google Pay and Apple Pay. Um, so that is completely up to you guys. And also, in between last episode and this episode, um, our awesome network, uh, GuyBostonSports.com, 
made shirts for us, which if you go to GuyBostonSports.com, go to their shop, you can find done? our shirts. They're $15 a piece. And if you buy those, that also helps out the fucking program. Yep. So should you choose to, you know, get a shirt, awesome. And if you do, please take a picture of yourself wearing it. Get it to one of us. We will put Just it up on our Instagram or our Facebook or blada blada. And, uh, you or, know, we'll, we'll go from there. Or Mike at Big E's is thinking about ordering some shirts and selling them at Big E's Supermarket in East Hampton. Or that. Another great sponsor. We've already got the new mics. Mike, the real But we everything. still need to get the mixer and a the laptop, laptop and, and a bunch of shit that's very expensive. Exactly. So we just want to let you know that the shirts will be out there. Like you said, take a picture of yourself, send it to us. One of us will get it up there so people can see you wearing our jerseys here. Also, I want to say thank you again to John Rook for coming on today's show. Yes, thank you, John. Super nice Appreciate guy. it. He also is going to be back for our bye week episode. Balling. Balling. Nice. Balling. We're hoping to get a few more guests. I've been We've been oh, working on some people 30. here and trying to get some interviews. So even though we're going to be on a bye week, there won't be any Patriots football, but we definitely but will still have fucking a nine entertaining. Weeks from now. We should still have an entertaining show to go on. Oh, so. it'll be great. It'll be fine. We'll um, have fun. But all right, guys. Well, that is it for us. Uh, we got, uh, what, 30, 35 minutes till kickoff? Yep. I need food, so I'm going to call it now. Dan, anything get to say? Nope. Cool. Pulling? Let's go, Pats. DJ? Yeah. <laughs> Pops? We'll see. I'll see you in a couple weeks, but please listen to everybody else next week. They're still going to be here at the Shrine, so we'll talk to you then, folks. Peace!